recorded live. Good morning. Thank you for joining Motivated by Love Coffee Talk with Evangelist Sheila Zellers. I am so thankful for the call of God that he has given me. I am an ordained minister, and you get the reverend with it, but my heart is an evangelist. I've been called to go into the world and minister, love, teach, and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every month we have an outreach called Motivated by Love Encounter, and this encounter is about coming together in a corporate place to love and to adore and to encounter the Holy Spirit in the now, in the day that we're living in. Isn't it amazing that we have a uh, first century God, but he arrives in a 21st century place with an anointing because he sent his Holy Spirit. So we truly at this ministry, we believe in the motivated by love and believe in the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and then the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. And we believe in the entire Bible and that the gifts of the Spirit are for today. And if you want to read about the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are there in 1 Corinthians 12. And uh, also in Acts 2, it talks about the coming of the Holy Spirit. But when you go to 1 Corinthians 12, you will see that uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 8 says, To one is given the message of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the message of knowledge by the Spirit, to another faith. With the same spirit to another gift of healing, to another performing a miracle, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between the spirits, discernment, and to another different kinds of languages, to another the interpretation of the different languages. But one of the same spirit is active in all of these, distributing them to each person as he will. So that means everyone can operate in the move, can operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit whenever you need to as a believer in Christ. So if someone needs a miracle, you can get a miracle. If someone needs a healing, you can pray for them and they can be healed. If someone um, has a language, a barrier, or something you cannot understand, you can even ask God to give you the discernment and the interpretation of what they're saying, and you'll be able to communicate to them the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, for if the body is one, this is... Verse 15, 12, 12. For as the body is one and has many parts, and all the parts of that body, though many are, are one, so are we in Christ. For we were baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Greek or Jew, whether slave or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit, live by one spirit. So the body is not one part but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, or in spite of that, it still belongs to the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I can't see. I'm not part of the body, but yet, I don't belong to the body. In spite of all this, the eye and the hand, the, the ears, they're all part of what makes up what calls the body. And I think the body, when you say the body of Christ, it's so amazing. There's so many different uh, church denominations as long as they believe in Jesus Christ and work of the cross and they believe that you need Jesus for the penalty of sin, that you were born into that nature of Adam and that you need God to forgive you of your sin, they believe in the work of the cross and they believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, you uh, 
can see that we're all needed, all these churches, whether you're Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, interdenominational, non-denominational, Church of God, uh, um, whatever community church, whatever Catholic, um, born-again Jews, whatever whatever you may be in your faith, as long as Jesus is the center and he is the way to heaven. Because John 14 tells us that we can all go to heaven through Jesus Christ. He says, if you want to get to the Father, you have to go through God Almighty and it's through his son, Jesus. I want to read that scripture to you because it's important that you know that. Because sometimes we think, well, the Baptist church, they, they think different, or the Catholic church, they think different. But my heart is that everybody needs to find the church that God tells them to go to as long as they are faith in Jesus Christ, they believe in the blood to wash away their sin, and they believe that there is an eternal life in heaven or in hell. And because we accepted Jesus, we do not have to go to hell. That all of our sins, past, present, and future, have been paid for. And when they are paid for, then we walk in, in Christ and we live through Christ and we love through Christ because he is the center of our lives. In, in John 14, it says here, in John 14, 6, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This is Jesus. It's in red. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Nobody comes to get to the Father God, to the throne of God, except through Jesus. He paid the price. He tore the veil the day that he died. He took the death keys to death, hell, and the grave. And he came back, and he was here on this earth, and then he ascended. And 50 days later, he sent the Holy Spirit. And when you reverence the Father, you reverence the Son, you reverence the Holy Spirit, then you realize that there is a greater power that he wants you to operate and move. And every church is valuable. Every church is necessary when they believe that Jesus is the way to the Father, that Jesus, the work of the cross, is the way that you have redemption and salvation from your sin, and salvation has everything in it that you're ever going to need. When you know that, then you can see that in the gifts of the Spirit, you too can operate in awesome things. In fact, in John 14, again, it says here, if you love me, keep my commandments, John 14, 15. I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth. See, God wants to bring us all into truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him. He, for he dwells within you, and he will be with you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer, the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, you live also. And at that day, you will know that I am the Father, and you are in me. I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who commands commandments to keep them, it is he who who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by the Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Mm. Anyone who loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. I don't know about you, but there's a peace that comes when you realize that because of the work of the cross, because the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, that we can operate and move and have our lives be centered in the gift of peace. 
that John 14 talks about. It says, these things have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to remember all the things I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. And peace I will give you, not as the world gives to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away, but I'm going to come back. Ooh, aren't you glad he's going to come back? If you love me, you will rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, and the Father who is greater than I. And now I've told you before he comes, before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I no longer talk much with you. The rule of this world is coming. See, Satan is the God of this world, but he's not the God of your world. Because if you're born again, and you have Jesus in your heart, and he is living and directing and protecting your life, you can trust him that he is not the God of your world. He may be the God in the earth. He may be God in the worldly world. But he does not have to be the God of your world. And you can say, Satan, I command you to get out of my life, get out of my world, get out of my way, because I'm going with Jesus Christ. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. And I get to his, the Father through Jesus Christ and his work of his cross, the work of his power of his cross, the resurrection power of his cross. And because he sent me the Holy Spirit, I can do all things according to Philippians 1, 4.13. I can do all things because his strength strengthens me in my doubt. He becomes my power. In my weakness, he becomes my strength. In my loneliness, he becomes my almighty. Because I do not move and operate in myself, but I move, operate, live, and have my being in Christ, the work of the cross, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that is in the dispensation of the earth today to do what he will as the willing vessels of God, the Christians of this world, will call upon the name of the Father ask for forgiveness of our land, ask for forgiveness of our personal sins, and ask him to work through us, we can change the world for God's glory. But that the world may know that I love the Father. John fourteen thirty one. That the world may know that I love the Father, and the Father gave me commandment. So I do. I arise and let go from here. I let go from here. And what I love is the next, the next, when you let go of the things of the world, when you let go of all the encumbrances of the world, when you let go of all the struggles of the world, when you let go of all the things that try to press and crush you in, as Romans 8 tells you, that it says you are not pressed down. You are not forsaken. And then the John 4:15 says, I am the vine and my father is the vine dresser. So he has given us the word. He has given us the love. He has given us the grace. And he has given us the mercy. And now, once we let go of the ways of the world and we say, Father, I strip me off of yesterday. I strip me off of my old ways. Now, Father, I want you to dress me in your robes of righteousness. Empower me with your spirit, your love, and your your servanthood that I may go and touch others, and they may taste and see that you are a good father, that you are a loving father, that you are a holy father. He has empowered you, and now he wants to equip you, and he wants you to know that Satan 
may be running rampant, crazy, perverse, horrible things out in the world, but he's not the God of your world. Jesus Christ is your Savior. Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and he will never leave you. He will never forsake you, and he's given you the greatest, greatest commandment is to go out into the world and share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him dress you. Yes, he's the vine dresser. Let your fruit be great because he has pruned you back that you can bear more fruit. Every test, every trial, every demonic force that would try to stop you, it was because something greater was in you, and that was God Almighty, his son Jesus Christ, and his Holy Spirit. And you can do greater things because Jesus promised that he did these certain things on earth he healed the sick. He healed the blinded eyes. He raised from the dead. And he said, greater things you will do in the last days because I have empowered you. I have given you my spirit and I've given you my name and I've given you my love. You can do this. This is Pastor Sheila Zellers, evangelist Pastor Sheila Zellers. Say, I love you. Jesus Christ loves you. Visit Facebook. Call us if you need prayer, 325-239-325-2740. Or just go to our website, put a prayer request in. I'm only a click away for prayer today. God bless you. I love you. Jesus Christ loves you. You're empowered to be all that he's created you to be from this time on in Jesus' name. God bless.